Good morning. Good morning. And rise and shine. Welcome to Key Empowerments. I'm Dr. K. And these are key moments to empower your life with Christ Jesus. Let's see those keys and let's see those hearts. Let's see those keys and those hearts. Those keys are because God desires to give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever we bind in earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose in earth will be loosed in heaven. Those hearts are because we are experiencing the unconditional love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And there's nothing that anyone can do about it. Good morning to my husband. I know that he is listening from wherever he is. Good morning. Our international family is chiming in this morning. Good morning to you, Katrina Harris. I see you all on YouTube land and Facebook. Good morning to you. As you are tagging, you're sharing, you're inviting your friends. And all the people that are sleeping will catch the replay. If you are replaying, thank you for replaying and clicking that little button that says play on today. We are saying the name Jesus all up and down the timeline. If you're new here, um, I'm Dr. Kenya J. Miller. And uh, these are key moments, key moments to empower your life with Christ. I see you coming in, Jamal. Let me know where you guys are listening in from. I know our international family is chiming in, our local family is chiming in. But let me know where you're listening in from because uh, if I just so happen to look down and see your city and state, I'll give you a, a shout out along with your city and state. No promises, <laughs> right, Regina from Kentucky? But <clears throat> I will, as the Holy Spirit of God leads me to do so. We're saying the name Jesus all up and down the timeline and what you hear are the pages of my heart turning. Yes, I still read the actual Bible. <laughs> I, I like I, I like the uh, technology and the iPhones and all those things, but you know, I just like the Bible. I just it, it and I'll tell you I'll tell you a story after I get through praying um, as to why it is that I absolutely love the Word of God, like the physical Bible, um, in just a minute. So let's go into a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on this wonderful morning. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God, we glorify you and we thank you, Jesus, for being who you are in our life. For you are the Alpha and the Omega. You are our God, our Lord, and we worship you. We exalt your holy name this morning, Father, for we understand that the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord, and you have ordered our steps here. Father, may it be for real time or replay. We thank you now, God, that we are divinely submitted to the ordinance of you and of our predestined life, and we are where you desire for us to be in the name of Jesus. We say thank you for the Holy Spirit of God as we begin to follow him. He leads us into the perfect will of you. And so we say thank you. We thank you for every listener. We come against every diabolical force, every agent that the enemy will use to try to interrupt this live audio broadcast. In the name of Jesus, let your angelic host, God, be loosed concerning this assignment, this nation of people, God, that you have assembled here. Thank you now, Holy Spirit of God. As I decrease and you increase, we hear the Holy Spirit of God. For you said that he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord God is saying to the church. Now, Father, we submit the church to you to speak to our spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. We say thank you for doing it by your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Now y'all know I like to pray, right? So I was about to go in, right. I was about to holy. I was about to holy go ship, right? So the reason why I like, and this is just me. This is not for anybody else. This is just me. You know, every time I tell an experience or I tell a testimony, it's something that's for me because I have to work out my salvation. You have to work out your salvation, of course, with fear and trembling. And so our experiences are places that God allows us to embark upon to give us the power and empower us to begin to walk in the things of him, uh, to draw us closer to him. So one of the reasons why I will never turn away from paper Bible, and this is just me, this is not nobody else, this is just me, because I had a very strong spirit of perversion. Um, and and it, this went in all areas, in the mind, in the flesh. I'm not afraid to tell my testimony because I know where the Lord has delivered me from. And anytime you're afraid of your testimony, you're not delivered. I'm going to say that again. Anytime you're afraid to tell your testimony because you're afraid of the opinions of man, then you are not delivered. And I'm going to say that right now. There's always going to be a space 
for the enemy to come back into that place because you won't submit it totally to the Lord. And so I had a very strong spirit of perversion, right? In my mind and in my flesh, because perversion just doesn't encompass the flesh as it pertains to sexual impurity. And so when I was, when the Holy Spirit of God began to deliver me from uh, perversion, the spirit of perversion, um, I would lay in my bed, right? And my flesh would just be, it would just be carrying on, right? And so what I would do is I would take the Bible, literally, and I would open the book, just, I would just open it. And I would take, literally, now this is me. I know it sounds crazy, but this is me because I'm prophetic. And I need for someone to say God is prophetic. And because I am a prophetic being, because God is prophetic, <laughs> I then took the Bible and I placed it on my chest. That was me, right? And I didn't just place it on my, my chest. I placed it on my flesh, because <laughs> I just believe if the Bible says that the word of God is living, then I needed a living thing touching my flesh. Y'all going to be all right in just a minute. And so I would, and I didn't say, I just put it right on my chest near where my heart was. Right. And I would, I would just, I would open my robe and I would take the word of God and I would place it near where my heart was. Boom. Just like where my heart was the actual Bible. I would, I would take the Bible and take and put it on my chest, my flesh chest, not my breast, not my, 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 no, my chest where my heart was. And it was like, when I did that, there was a presence that came upon me of peace. And it was like, I could smell the aroma of the word. Now that's not, not now, now everybody don't have that experience, but it worked for me. So every single time where a spirit of perversion would try to, and then I would take it, y'all listen to me. I would take the word of God and I would put it like on my head. And then I would say, Lord, my mind is perverted. And I would take the word of God and place it on my head. And it was like when I placed the word of God on my head, I felt this peace that would encompass me. And I would, then I would do things like I, 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 was, I, would, I would wave it in my faith, right? And, and then I would take the word of God and put it on the ground and stand on the word of God. And these things indicated this. Watch this. The Bible says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. So I would take the word of God and place it on my heart, near my heart, my chest, my heart, literally. Then the Bible says, Let this mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you. Then I would take the Bible and put it on my head. And it was, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I just believe God is prophetic. Then my faith would waver. And I would have to stand on the word of God and I would take the word of God, put it on the ground and take my feet and stand on the word of God. This was saying I was standing on a firm foundation. And so because I made the word of God alive in my life, I just didn't read it. I just didn't study it. I literally took the word of God and I made the word of God alive in my life, right? I made the word of God tangible in my life. And so what I would do, now this is just me, this is me, this is not everybody else. These are my experiences that work with me that cause me to develop a quick relationship with Jesus. I would sit at my table and I would prepare a meal at my table. I prepared two, two seats at my table when I felt alone. And I would take a, I would ask, ask my sister. She'd be like, why you got two, two tables, two plates at your table? Why you got two sets of, of, of silverware at your table? It's only you. You live by yourself. But the Bible says that God would never leave me, neither will he forsake me. So I would take the word of God and I would place it, bam, on the table. And I would sit and with, in one chair and the word of God would be on one chair. And I would literally, Lord, how are you this morning? You are, I made him real. Now, that's just my experience. It works for me. God is prophetic. And guess what? The Holy Spirit of God began to do miraculous things in my life and he began to use me at a rate that I would never thought that I would be used. Now, this is just me. You don't have to do that. Now, it might sound crazy to some of you, but it's not crazy to me. I literally 
just did not do the word. I didn't just hear the word. I did the word. I was not just a hearer of the word. I was a literal doer of the word of God and still do it. I, just can I be honest? I don't have to take the Bible anymore and place it to my flesh and all the time. I don't have to do all that anymore because I've understood that it has been infused into my spirit. Oh God, that's another topic within itself. Anyway, uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> I want to talk to you this morning because when I woke up, uh, I woke up this morning and the Holy Spirit of God, as he woke me up, uh, he said something to me. Uh, he said these words to me and uh, I knew that he was speaking to the nation of Kipanam. He says, you can do that and more. I need for someone to type into the chat line on Facebook and uh, YouTube. I can do it. I know that we said do it anyway, but there are some people who are still just a little bit uh, in doubt <laughs> from Friday's message. You haven't quite shifted into where the Lord desires for you to be. And so today we're going to be reading from the Amplified Version of the Bible. And I want you to go with me to Philippians. Walk with me over to Philippians, the fourth chapter, and the 13th verse. A very familiar passage of scripture to those who are students of the word of God. And who have allowed the word of God to be imparted into the spirit as they're listening to the teachers that God has sent to empower them. And this, this scripture that the spirit of the Lord God allowed to be pinned into the scriptures is a very powerful, powerful uh, verse. And I'm reading it from the King's, uh, from the Amplified version of the Bible. It says here, from the Amplified, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. Watch this. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I want to read that again because that is the most powerful uh, translation of the word of God. Uh, this transliteration into English text. It is, it is in English language. It is powerful how the Amplified Version uh, begins to release the Word of God here. Watch. Let's read it again. It says, I have strength. I, I need first someone to type in. I have strength. Go ahead. I have strength. I'm going to say that. I have strength. I have strength. I have strength for all things in Christ. Lord, have mercy on my soul today. Who empowers me? I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Uh, you have to understand. I'm going to try to do my best today, not to preach today. If the Holy Spirit of God leads me, then so be it. You know, the Lord begins to align us in our predestined life when we say yes to him. Now, 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 now I need you to understand something, uh, and I need you to hear me very, very clearly, very clearly now, very, very clearly. You have to understand that when you accept Jesus Christ into your life, it then redirects your life. Your, your submission, your first yes, begins to cause your life to submit to the will of predestined life, your first yes, because there are many yeses in many realms that God desires to uh, lead you in and mature in. You see, your first yes is not, does not qualify you for the place where you are right now. It, it doesn't. It aligns you and, 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 and courses you uh, to be where you are right now. But there is another submission of yes where you are that you have to release out of your spirit. And because of this, uh, you have to be sensitive to what God is doing in your life. Because if you're not sensitive to what the spirit of the Lord God is doing in your life, you will allow your yes to decline. You'll allow your yes to decline. And so there was a grace that happens and a grace that's released 
to your first yes that you operate in that aligns you to get to where you are right now. There's a grace to your yes. I, I need for someone to openly say, there is a grace to my yes. And so because there is a grace to your yes, uh, God then says, I now need to get you to where I have predestined you to be. I now have to get you to the place where I purpose my will to be birthed out of your spirit in the earthly realm. And so now I've got to allow life's ingredients to be made in your life to form what I have created or purposed for you to do. And so now these little pieces of life are the ingredients that it takes uh, to make up what God has predestined for your life. But if you don't know that, you'll take something out of your life that needs to be included in your life. And so because of this, you have to be very careful that you understand scripture. See, let me help you. Let, I, want, I, want, I want to deposit something in your spirit this morning uh, for those who are listening in real time and those who are, will be listening for the replay. I, I, want to, I want to impart and infuse something in your spirit. Um, um, you must understand that the Bible says that God's people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge. Now, 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 we understand what human knowledge is, but divine knowledge of God is receiving a revelation of who he is and his scriptures. He See, a divine knowledge of God. See, you can have head knowledge, but not spiritual knowledge, not supernatural knowledge. The supernatural divine knowledge of Jesus Christ it becomes relatable when you begin to gain an understanding in the revelation of the word of God. And when you receive a revelation of the word of God, this is when scripture becomes real to you. It becomes real because now it becomes relatable to your spirit. This is why the word real is in relatable and the word relatable is added. I-T-A. This is added on to real because when things become real to you, it becomes relatable, which means that now you are no longer ignorant concerning what you could not relate to prior to you getting a revelation. And so what happens is, is that when the scripture becomes real to you, there's no room for a lack of knowledge. Why are you saying this? Because the Bible declares that the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord. And I was uh, speaking uh, last night to a, one of my spiritual daughters um, who's a very powerful, powerful intercessor. And I absolutely love her. And, and, and I was speaking to her and she was talking to me about what was going on in her life. And, 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 and the Lord began to, he began to rise up in me because uh, he is her daughter first before she's my spiritual daughter. And so I began to speak to her from a spiritual aspect. And, and, and the Lord had to have me to remind her that the steps of a good man had been ordered by the Lord. Now, I want you to hear me by the leading of Holy Spirit of God. When you don't have a revelation that your steps have been ordered by the Lord, you will allow where he's ordered to confuse your understanding. You will allow where he has ordered to cause a declining in your faith because of a lack of understanding and a lack of knowledge of the scriptures that you should have gotten a revelation of. Somewhere, something has happened that stealed the revelation of what you should be applying to where he's ordered you. Listen to me by the Holy Spirit of God. So when you completely understand and there has been a divine revelation of scripture in your spirit that begins to say, my steps have been ordered by the Lord. When you begin to receive this infusion of the revealed word in your spirit, there is nothing that the enemy could try to deter you with in your life that could pull you away from what has been revealed in your script, in your spirit. There's nothing. You might waver just a little bit, but the revealed word of God becomes so alive to you that when you apply the fact of what God has, has become relatable to your spirit with, 
whatever tries to stop you has to get out of the way. So when you really believe that your steps have been ordered by the Lord, wherever the Lord begins to take your steps, wherever you wound up is where you have a revelation of is where God has led you. It doesn't matter. If, if, watch this. Jesus himself went to Hades and snatched the keys of death and the grave, which means that his steps was ordered into a place that had keys that he needed, which he primarily, probably, his flesh could not go, but his spirit was able to go. And so now the spirit of the Lord God will order your spirit to a place where your flesh doesn't necessarily want to go. It doesn't understand that place, but your spirit is willing and your flesh is not willing because now God has ordered your spirit to a place where your flesh can understand. Do you understand? And when you are trying to understand with your with your carnal mind and your head knowledge, you will become discouraged because now something has contaminated a revealed place of reality to your spirit that your steps have been ordered by the Lord. Am I making sense to you mature people this morning who are understanding what the spirit of the Lord God is saying to the church, not milk, but meat of his revealed word. I pray that those who have been listening and walking with me for such a time that you understand the shifting of this, of this uh, realm that God is doing in 2024. Do you understand kingdom language and spiritual language. I hope you do. Because I'm not shifting the language. So you have to bring your spirit subject. To understand what the Holy Ghost is saying. Concerning where you are. And so this morning. As I begin to wake up. And get myself together and study. The spirit of the Lord God said. I want you to tell them that they can do that and more. Then he brought back to me Noah. And as I began to look at the Lord, I said, God, why are you bringing me back to Noah? He said, because Kenya, you have to understand that Noah's steps were ordered where he was. I said, yes, God. And he said, where I order your steps, there will be persecution. What? There will be opinions. What? There will be things that would try to decline you in your faith. Okay, God, I'm listening. And the spirit of the Lord God said to me, if there is something that you see yourself doing at a minimum or as a minimalist, a minimalist in your life, uh, in, in other words, what God is saying is if the average person can do it, it's you, it's not him. If the average person can do what you see yourself doing, it ain't God. It's you. You have now envisioned yourself doing something average. Average is mediocre. Average is a normal way of life. Average is a natural way of life. We move in the supernatural, which means that wherever it is that you are having a hard time going is where God wants you to go. <laughs> See, this is where, if, if you're having a hard time, this is where you have to press in because I'm not, now I'm not talking about a hard time in sin. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about a hard time sinning. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a hard time that shows you or a hard place which shows you that your life is going to be better. If you have a hard time doing it, there's going to be a fight doing it. This is where you know you have to press. God is ordering your steps there. I was telling uh, my spiritual daughter on last night, and this was, I spoke with two of them yesterday regarding certain things, but one I spoke to last night, I said, when you begin to experience uh, a very hard, see, God moves in realms and dimensions. 
I can go up another level, another steps. So, 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 so I love God. You something else, Holy Ghost. You something else. You, you something else. The steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord. You something else. So if you move in realms and dimensions, you move in steps for us to understand. Because a man can take a natural step. But you move in realms and dimensions. So if the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord, then that means if we can take a step, then you've, you've created a way for us to understand our next place. I understand. Thank you for that. You would say that. So, excuse me, y'all. It, it is what it is, okay? Point blank in a discussion. He speaks and I respond. That's it right there, right? And so God moves in realms and dimensions. We move in steps. <laughs> so what he does is he then says, I'm going to move you in a place that will cause you to embrace that I'm moving you in a place. And so now what happens is, is that it's not that God lowers himself. He then uh, wants us to understand that we can do all things through him that strengthens us. So now the Lord says, I've ordered Noah to move in a place and I showed him something big. Now I need him to take the steps that would be understandable to him. What are the steps? I need you to get some wood. You can understand that. I need to give you measurements. You can understand that. So the steps that I've ordered for Noah are steps that he can understand, but the vision is not relatable to a fact because it's bigger than him. The ark was bigger than him. The time to build was bigger than him. The persecution was bigger than him. The opinions were bigger than him, but the steps to build were relatable. They were, they were at a place where he can reach. He can touch the gopher. He can understand. He can reach the gopher wood. He can understand the measure. He can reach the hammer. He can reach the nail or whatever they use in those. He can touch those steps. But the reality was, even though he can understand where to go to get those steps, the vision was in another realm. The manifestation and the completion of it was in another dimension. That's why you said that. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So now God says, you can do that and more. Philippians then says, watch this. I have strength for all things in Christ, which means that if I have strength in all things in Christ, in order for me, now I need you to hear me by the spirit of the Lord God. In order for you to experience the strength of God, there first must be a place of weakness. When you are weak, it doesn't mean God in you is weak. When you have exhausted all of your strength, there is a greater supply of strength for you. It's like a backup light. What, what happens when the light goes out and, and then there's a backup light that comes on? What is the name of that light that, that comes on? Uh, you understand what I'm saying. When there is a blackout and that backup light comes on. And when that backup light comes on, it then begins to, watch this, it begins to be the light that backs up the light that was there. So what happens is when you then uh, feel weak in your own strength, there is a backup strength that's greater than your strength, a generator. Thank you, Tanya. And so now the Holy Ghost becomes your generator. God, he becomes your generator because your power went out. Your, your power, your natural power went out. So the Holy Ghost becomes your generator. And watch this. The generator begins to reflect light in darkness. The generator. The generator now begins to reflect light in darkness because everything else is dark now. The light that you were reflecting was like everybody else's light. But then your light went out and the generator kicked in. And everybody don't have a generator, but you do. You got the Holy Ghost. And so now the generator begins to kick in and now everybody who doesn't have the generator begins to see that you have something that they don't have. You now have a power that they don't have access to but can see. Are you listening to me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God? And so now you have the strength for all things, watch this, in Christ, not in you, in Christ. This is why the Bible says that God makes all things work together for the good, for those that love him and who are called according to his purpose. Because the generator that kicks in when the lights go out is because there's something in Christ that you must fulfill. And so now the Bible says, I have strength for all things, what? In Christ. Watch this. Who empowers me? 
I am ready for anything. You have to be ready in season and out of season. This is what the backup generator does. The backup generation, the generator, watch this, is actually a manifestation of the word of God. See, if someone is in the natural, it is in the spirit. When you see the word of God manifesting in the simple things of the world, then you'll make the word of God alive to you. The Bible says that we have to be ready in season and out of season. The backup generator is ready when the lights go out. The backup generator says that I'm ready in season and out of season. Whenever there is a weakness in the atmosphere and the power goes out, I'm ready to go in. And so this is how the Holy Spirit of God begins to work with the purpose in Christ Jesus. As we begin to submit to the leading of the Holy Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost begins to say, now they are weak in a certain area in their life. Now I'm getting ready to empower them because now what happens is they now have to depend on me. Watch this. They now have to depend on me. They have to depend on the Holy Spirit of God. He then empowers me. I am ready for anything. Uh-oh, not some things. I need for someone to say anything. Type it down. Say anything. You must understand. The Holy Spirit of God makes you ready for anything that you need to face. Why? Because the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord, which means that when your life is ordered to a place where you don't understand, there's someone who understands before you got there. Who is God? So he says, you're already ready for what you don't think you're ready for. Because now you have a revelation that your steps have been ordered by me. And when you apply the revealed word of God to where you don't understand, you submit to what's been revealed in your spirit. You don't need to understand. You need to submit. See, a lot of times our submission is greater than our understanding. This is why the Bible said, lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all of your ways and he'll direct your path because I don't understand, but I submit that my steps have been ordered by the Lord and my understanding is, is, watch this, my submission is greater than my understanding because now I don't understand why I'm here, but I submit to the word of God that says my steps have been ordered by him, which makes me ready for anything I feel like I can't conquer because if my steps have been ordered by him, then he's got to resolve where I don't understand understand. He's got to do it. Because again, sub submission is greater than understanding. And so now he says, I am ready for anything, not some things, anything. I'm ready. I'm ready for what the enemy doesn't want me to feel like I'm ready to build. I'm ready for what the enemy feels like he doesn't want me to understand. I'm ready for what the enemy feels like I'm going to be defeated in. I'm ready for whatever the enemy sends my way. I'm ready because I understand who I'm submitted to. And when I submit to the power of the Holy Spirit of God in me and I submit to the revealed word of God that says my steps have been ordered by him. I can do that and more. I can conquer this. How can you make a claim that you are more than a conqueror if there's nothing more to conquer? You've got to conquer more in order to walk in the dimensions of more. There is always more to conquer as long as you are living. This is why the Bible says you are more than a conqueror. A conqueror is the mediocrity. A conqueror is the average way of living. Supernatural says I'm more than the average conqueror, which means that I've conquered more than I absolutely thought that I could ever conquer in my life, which means that it possibly couldn't be me because I would have given up a long time ago. So there is something working in my members that's causing me to be compelled to and persuaded to be submitted to the power of the Holy Spirit of God in me, which causes me to operate above average. See, you're a conqueror. I'm supernatural and I'm more than a conqueror. This is why I make the claim and declaration over my life that I'm more than a conqueror. Someone says I am more. I'm not supposed to preach today, Kenya. Calm down. I am ready for anything. Watch this. <laughs> this is powerful. And equal to anything through him who what infuses inner strength into me. I am equal 
to, I am equal to victory. I am equal to you. There is nothing that you can do that I will be afraid of. There is nothing that you can present to me that hasn't been presented to me in my predestined life. There is nothing that I am seeing right now that I haven't seen prior to me getting in this flesh. I can do this because I've already been here. I can do this because my steps have been ordered by the Lord. I am submitted to the scripture that says I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Let's go to Acts 17. I want to go there. Ah, the spirit popped into my spirit. Let's go there. Acts said I can teach. Lord knows I love to teach. Acts comes after the gospel. Acts 17 and 28. Let's see. Let it be so, Lord. Acts 17 and 28. Listen, listen. Would you walk there with me? Acts 17 and 28. Thought I read it from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Will we? Uh, Acts 17 and 28. Ah, here we go. Acts 17 and 28. Watch this. For in him we live and move and have our being. Uh-huh. As even some of your own poets have said. For we are also his offspring. In him we live and move and have our being. How do we do this? I just told you. Come here. Come here. Incline your ear to my voice. Incline your ear to the voice of the Holy Spirit of God speaking through me. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord God is saying to the church. Watch this. For in him, for in him, not him in us. What? What you say, Holy Spirit? For in him. Y'all going to be all right. For in him, which means that we have to put ourselves in him. We have to depend in him, not ourselves. Not, right? He's already in us. Now we've got to get in him. How do we do this? By submitting to the word. For in him, for in submission to the word, because him is Jesus. Him is the Holy Spirit of God. Him is the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was made manifest. In him, we live, we move, we have our being. If we are in him and in him, him is the word, then that means we got to get in the word, in him, in him, in the word, in the word, in the word, in the word. And when we get in the word, that means we are submitted to the word. We're just not hearers, we're doers of it. And when we're doers, we're in him because we're now in the word. For in him, y'all gonna be all right. For in him, we live. What? In the word, we live. In the word, in the word, we live. In the word, we move. In the word, we have our beings. In the word. When you when you walk in the word, see, you can have the word, but not walk in the word. Uh-huh. Just like it's like a relationship. I can have a husband, but not walk with my husband. Y'all gonna be all right, <laughs> but I do walk with him. I-, I can I can I can have friends, but not walk with my friends. You and I are not on one accord. And when you are not in the word, you are not one accord with Jesus. Y'all gonna be all right. You gonna be all right. You're going to be all right. This is why you have to understand how you can do more. Now, I want to talk to you about this word more. When I begin to look up the word more, I I begin to look up the word more. And one definition that I found in the word more, when I begin to study it in his Greek translation, it means the word greater. And you have to understand, you can do that and greater, which means that if one of the words in the word more means greater, this is why the scripture says, greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. More is he that is in me than what? I, the person that's in the world. And the spirit of the Lord God began to minister to me years ago. Listen to me, by the Holy Spirit of God. The, God began to minister to me. When the Lord was telling me to do certain things, he always would say that scripture to me. Greater is he that is within you than he that's in the world. Greater is he that is within you than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And I kept saying, God, and, and let me tell you something. It took me months to get a revelation on this. It took me, I said, it took me months. And I kept saying, God, why do you keep saying this to me? And the Holy Spirit of God said, I'm going to keep saying it to you until you get a revelation of what I'm saying. Okay, say it then. 
because apparently I got to decrease more in my flesh because I ain't getting it, God. <laughs> I ain't getting it. I'm like the 11 apostles, not like Peter, because Peter got a revelation of who you are. I'm like the 11 apostles right now. I'm sitting up looking. When you say, who do men say that I am? I'm like, well, some say that you are the prophet Elias. I'm one of them right now because I'm not understanding what you're saying. So I need to shift from them to Peter. So I need the revelation. So I need to decrease in my flesh just a little bit more because I'm the duh, duh, duh. And so now the spirit of the Lord God, he kept saying it to me. He kept saying it to me over and over and over and over again. And it wasn't until I began to really embrace what the Spirit of the Lord God was saying to my flesh. I had to decrease. And when I began to receive it in my spirit, he gave me a, a revelation. He said, Kenya, listen to me. I said, yes. He said, hear me. I said, yes. He said, greater is he that is within you than he that's in the world. I said, okay. He said, Kenya. I said, sir. He said, greater am I than you that's in the world. What? What did you say to me, Holy Ghost? Can you repeat that, please, sir? He said, Kenya. I said, sir. He said, greater is he that is within you than you that's in the world. This is why you can do all things through me who strengthens you because I'm greater than you that's in the world. What? It blew my mind. So what happened was, as I began to put it in that perspective, and I begin to embrace the revelation that God is greater than me that's in the world. I know, I understand, but it just made sense to me. It makes sense to me. See, God speaks to me that which makes sense to me that I can understand. He got to speak to me like he talking to a baby because that's just how I understand the context. But when he spoke to me, it caused me to depend on him a little bit more. And so God says, Kenya, I'm greater than you that's in the world. This is why you got to depend on me because when you depend on me, I in you begin to manifest in the world. Okay, you saying something here, God. So now you must understand, this is why you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Let's go back to Philippians 4 and 13. You have the strength. You can do more than Christ. You can do more. Watch this. When I begin to absolutely look up what things were, you can, you can do that and more. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me as it is relatable or translated in the KJV. Because that's what the KJV says. I can do all things. When I begin to look up this word things, I, I, watch this now. I, I begin to look this thing up. And, and, and as I begin to look up this word things, it blew my mind as I begin to do an in-depth study of this word things. I found a word within the transliteration of this word uh, from the Greek, which means de declension, declension, D-E-C-L-E-N-S-I-O-N. And when I begin to look up this word declension, it, it means a falling away of, and, and, and when the dictionary, not the first definition, but the transitive, the transitive ver verb, See, I'm a studier. Now, I don't know about you. I study the word of God. I just don't pick it up and read it. I need to know what God is revealing to my spirit. So I go deep into the word of God. This is me. This is me. So when I look it up in the transcendent verb, verb it, it means a falling away of. Watch this. It means to, it means a falling away of. So I said, wait a minute now, God, L let, let me, let me, let me look up this just a little bit more. I want to look it up in the transcendent verb. And as I begin to look it up in this particular tense, in this tense, it means, watch this. It means, it means a falling away of an area that you are declining in. It means a deterioration. It means a deterioration. So which means that a declension is a deterioration. Why am I saying that? Because it is in a place where you feel like you deteriorating in is where God is developing strength in. What you say, Holy Ghost? It is the place. See, if you feel like you are deteriorating in your faith, this is the place where God is developing strength. If you feel like you are deteriorating in your finances, this is the place where God is developing a strength. There is something that God is speaking in the place of deterioration. God is... 
Because even in God's silence, he's speaking. And so in a place where there is a declining, there is an inclining. But you don't understand that. Watch this by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. This is why you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Because now in your declining, he now is inclining. He's causing you to incline in your decline. This is what you must understand in the realm of the spirit. This is why you can do that and more. Because it is where you're declining in is where God is causing an incline. Watch this. The Lord told me to do something today. So when I begin to say, I said, God, wait a minute now, God. I said, wait a minute. He says, watch this. He said, there is a deterioration and there is a deterioration going on in, in, in people's lives. Watch this. I said, yes, God. He said, he said, today I need you by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God to make this declaration over the Facebook live audio broadcast. And he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord God is saying. He says, watch it. Any area that you are declining in has to incline in the name of Jesus. So I begin to say, Lord, what are you saying when it comes down to incline? He said, watch this. He said, the word incline, Kenya, in this transitive verb, it means to bow. It means to bend towards. And the spirit of the Lord God says, today to make the declaration, wherever there is a deterioration or a declining, a declension in your spirit, because you can do all that and more. He said to tell the areas that are declining in your life to bend towards your destiny now, God. Lord Jesus, wherever has declined in your life, today you must understand that it must bend towards your destiny now. May your life incline now. May your life incline now. May your life incline towards your destiny. May your life bend towards your purpose destiny. May your life incline towards the purpose of God. May your life incline where there is a declining the spirit of the Lord God said, today may your life incline to the purpose of God. May it bend and bow towards the presence of God in your life because you can do that and more in the name of Jesus. I need for someone to say, I can do that and more. I can do that and more. There is an infusion of power that the Holy Spirit of God is releasing over the airwaves concerning your destiny and your purpose. There is an infusion of power um, power and strength of the Holy Spirit of God that's causing a disturbance in the realm of the darkness concerning your destiny. And this is why the fight has been so great because there is an inclining to what the enemy desires to distract you with. Now your life is inclining towards your destiny. Your ear has now inclined to the sound of the Holy Spirit of God. There is an inclining and your life must bow down to the presence of God in your life. Your life must shift to the presence of God in your life where there was a declining. Now your life is about to incline towards your destiny. The purpose will of God for your life because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you and in order for God to strengthen you and in order for you to feel the power and the strength of the Holy Spirit of God there first must be a place of stripping of your own will which means that you are going to feel the weak your flesh is going to feel the weak your mind is going to feel the weak your pressure is going to feel the weak your pressing is going to feel weak you're going to feel weak why because there's been a stripping away of your own strength there's been a stripping away of the strength that you operated in all this time and now you feel like you don't have no more strength. This is the generator kicking in. And your ear is inclining to the voice of the Holy Spirit of God in you. And you begin to say, God, in you I live and move and have my being. This is the place where your life is inclining and bowing down to the purpose will of God in you. Because it's, he's causing his strength to cause your life to realign. God, in him you live, you move and have your being in Christ. You can do what God has shown you you can do. You are more than a conqueror what? through Christ Jesus.
you can do it. You can do what God has shown you you can do because you in your own self did not picture yourself doing what you can't do. That's not you. You don't have the power, the capability, nor the vision to see anything greater than the capacity of your own strength. You don't have the power to do it. The only thing you have the power to do within your flesh is to operate in the capacity and the strength or of the strength of your flesh. You have to understand the limit of your flesh, the limit of vision of your flesh, the limit of understanding of your flesh to tap into the vision of God and the power and the limitless power of the Holy Spirit of God in you. You can do that and more. Hashtag 21, hashtag 21, consistency in any area develops strength. Now, my dialect is just a little bit different. Now, my sound is for the mature. It's not... I don't know. This is what the Lord has done. My sound is not for everybody because some people think I'm too deep, but it's all right. And I don't care because I'm used to it. Um, but I'm telling you, the spirit of the Lord God is real. His word is real. His word is alive. And if God has shown you something that you must do and you can do, you are going to do that and more. You can do that and more. The Lord spoke to me. He says, 2024 is the year of more. I'm going to open up godly doors of opportunity for my people to experience more. You have to understand, we didn't cross over, we connected. And, and I already said this a while ago when we first started 2024. We didn't cross over, we connected. We made a connection of what already was. We already we connected to what already was. If it was the year of the open door, then when we moved and connected to the Gregorian calendar, to the Hebrew calendar, that was a connection in the realm of the spirit. The world says we cross over. Now, I don't care what anybody says. There is no way that the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God has the same understanding. It's no, it, it, it just, it, no people of God. No, we did not cross over. I don't care what anybody says. We didn't cross over. We made a connection. And so because we made a connection of what was, God says, I now am going to do more because 5784 was a year of open door. But we already crossed. We already, we were already in 5784 in the Gregorian calendar of 2023. So there was a connection from the Hebrew calendar and a connection to the Gregorian calendar. So there was a connection, not a crossing over. And if we don't understand this, then we'll continue crossing over. When God says, I don't need to cross over. I need a connection because I need you to connect to what already was, to walk into what's now, to walk into what you need to walk into. And so because we need to understand that our dialect and understanding is not of the world, when we shift into the capacity of kingdom, then we'll understand with the revelation that God desires for us to understand him. And our capacity of moving and moving through the realms of the spirit will be a mystery to the kingdom of darkness. They will begin to seek out how we're doing the things that we're doing and we can give glory to God because our mind is in Christ Jesus and our understanding is bent and inclined to the ear of God. Our ear gates are open to the sound of God. Our eye gates are seeing in the realm of the spirit because now we have an understanding with the mind of Christ. Stop Kenya. They ain't ready for this. They ain't ready for it. Hashtag 21, hashtag 21, consistency in any area develops strength. We are consistent in understanding. We are consistent in understanding that we can do that and more. We can do that and more. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And now we are walking into the revealed word of God that our steps have been ordered by him. And it doesn't matter where we are. If we are submitted to the word of God, it doesn't matter where we are. We believe that our steps have been ordered by the Lord. And because of this, God makes all things that we don't understand work together for the good because we love him and we are called according to his purpose. And when we put him in where we don't understand, we are now submitted to who he is. And he then makes it work out for his purpose. I love God for that. Listen, we are consistent in this thing. We have a revelation of the word of God. The word of God is revealed to us. He spoke it in parables to reveal the mysteries unto his servants, unto those and into the lives of those who are submitted to who he is. The rabbi, the teacher, the great teacher begins to teach in parables in scripture. 
He begins to teach in parables. He begins to use earthly things for heavenly meanings and heavenly understandings because he began to speak with the culture of the time. You have to understand God. And if you don't understand the voice of God and how he speaks, when you don't understand what God is doing in your life, you'll lean to your own understanding and you'll disqualify yourself from being able to be equal to conquer anything that you come upon. Snatch it out of the atmosphere. They snatch it out of the atmosphere now and understand that you can do more in 2024. You can do that and more. God has not given you the spirit of fear. And if he has not given it to you, where did it come from? <laughs> where did it come from if he didn't give it to you? That's another topic within itself. Listen, I love you guys with the love of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And there is nothing that you can do about it. If you're sowing your seed today, I want you to get that seed in the ground. Now, we sow 21 here. Whatever the Spirit of the Lord God gives you to sow, that's on you. If he gives you to sow more, that is on you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless everyone who is having a desire to sow into what God has spoken today. If I were you, I would get a financial seed in the ground today. You're not eating and running. You're not doing that today. You are not being empowered and running. You're not doing that today. You're sowing by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. You will be led by God, not by me. Hear the Holy Spirit of God speaking today. With integrity, listen with integrity. Listen with intent. Listen with the character and the mind of Jesus Christ. And as you're listening with integrity, you will understand that it is a time and ground, and this is the ground where you are to sow. With integrity, I'm just not sitting <laughs> I'm just not sitting and eating and running. I'm listening with integrity and intention because I'm going to apply with an understanding. I've gained something today that's going to cause me to become empowered in a place where I don't understand. Listen, you're sowing today. And if you are sowing, some of you need to name your seed more. More in 24. But whatever the spirit of the Lord God has given you to name your seed, name it because you know your need. Whatever it is that you need to do more in, I don't care if it's praying. I don't care if it's fasting. I don't care. Whatever it is, here is a strategy when it comes down to what you need to name your seed. I'm not telling you what to name it. I'm giving you a strategy on what to name it. Wherever it is you feel like you need to do more in, that's probably what you need to name your seed <laughs> because it's going to be between you and God. So if you need to pray more, you probably need to name your seed, pray more. If you need to fast more, you probably would want to name your seed, fast more. If you need to study more, you probably would want to name your seed, study more. And whoever you are and whatever you do and however you name your seed, I want to say thank you for joining us and sowing your seed today. The ways to give are on the screen as we pray today. Father, we glorify you. We thank you for the teaching. And God, we know that we can do all things through you who strengthens us. We can do that and more, whatever it is that you have shown us. When we begin to walk into what you have shown us, you will then escalate and elevate it. The vision will be enlarged as we fulfill it, as we move in it, as we move towards it, as we put our hands to the plow, as we begin to move, Father, you will stretch the vision into a greater realm, God, that seems unreachable to us, but has already been reached by you. As your children are sowing today, as they are sowing by the leading of the Spirit of God, we thank you for every seed that has been placed in the ground of key empowerment. We thank you, Holy Spirit of God, for moving by your spirit. We thank you now for their obedience. We thank you for their submission. We thank you, God, that they are going to do something that they have never done before to reach more. We thank you now that any area that has declined in their life, we are declaring and commanding it to incline, to bend towards their destiny now in the name of Jesus. May their life incline now. 
May it incline now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bind every diabolical act of the enemy that tries to come and cause their life to stay in a place of declining. We decree and declare that the agitation that has been caused by their obedience in the kingdom of darkness is causing their life to line up with the will of God that he has purposed for it to line up before they got in their flesh. We thank you and we glorify you for the agitation of the kingdom of darkness. And because of their submission and obedience, it has gotten the attention of the enemy. And so God, we thank you now that they have gotten the attention of the enemy through their obedience. We glorify you because now you are going to have to fight this battle for them. And we know that when you fight it, we come out victorious. And so now we thank you for the victory of the Holy Spirit of God through the blood of Jesus Christ, that your people, your listeners, your hearers, for he that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord God is saying to the church. Thank you for the hearers of the word. For your sheep know your voice and another they will not follow, not your lambs. We thank you for the sheep who are listening today, who know your voice, who are following your voice, and we are saying in their spirit that they can do that and more in 2024. The Lord bless them, keep them. I love you all with the love of the Lord.